0: Welcome back to your haunted holiday. This is Lisa and this is Lindsay. And to start our new year off right, Lindsay, we have a really good episode. I mean, they're always good, but I think this one's going to be particularly good. Okay, I'm very excited. This is not something I've heard of before I can tell you and Lisa was telling me the, the basics. It's something I'm not very familiar with. This is actually a listener request, which I am so thankful for because I had never heard of this place before either, but I would compare this to it's basically the sally house but in england oh okay great okay so we're going international yeah love it okay another international episode and this is a request from selena in the uk she's emailed with requests before for international episodes and like i said i'm happy she sent this one because it's it's a fascinating haunt this is your haunted holiday at 30 east drive pontefract england so, what is particularly frightening about this haunting, Lindsay, is it could happen to anybody. This is your average home. It's not like some old like manor or castle where crazy stuff went down. Like this was moved into by the Pritchard family in 1966. And Granted, today, that's a little old. Some crazy stuff could've happened there, right? Yeah. But at the time when they bought it, it was a relatively new house. There wasn't like a whole lot of history to it. And I will talk a little bit later about what some of the theories are behind the haunting, but yeah, it's just your average place. And it freaks me out, because I'm in the process of getting ready to build a home, and I'm thinking, oh, there's no way that place is gonna be haunted. It's brand spanking new. But what happened on the land is the question. That's always a question, right? You just do not know what happened on the land. I think Lisa, when you when you have your house pretty much ready to go, you should go sage it and <laughs> like try to clear the space. <laughs> if any listeners have tips on what I should do with my new home, I mean I feel like the odds of it being haunted are pretty low. But you know, I heard this story and was like, well, right. not. So, anyway, so the Pritchard family moves into this home in 1966. They're very excited. They're going to have this new place. And it's a family of four. So, the wife's name is Jean, her husband Joe, and then their two children who were, you know, teenagers, Philip and Diane. So, When they first moved in there in the summertime most of the family went on vacation and for whatever reason philip their teenage son decided he didn't really want to go on that trip so he decided to stick around and stay at home with their grandmother well this is when the haunting starts and this this is where it does differentiate a little bit from the sally house because the sally house had like little things happening here and there like lights Mm -hmm. turning on that people are like hmm that's weird no this is like full blown crazy crap that goes off right off the bat so basically they're hanging out in the living room and this chalk like dust is falling down almost like rain but it's not coming from the ceiling Lindsay. it's basically like coming down a level below like where your head would be so it's like almost like mid-level all of a sudden this like rain like chalk dust is falling down like completely dusting up the whole living room bizarre i've never heard of such a thing me either. Totally bizarre. So this is going on. They're like, oh my gosh, what the heck is this? The grandma calls their aunt to be like you have to come over here and and witness this. We don't know what is going on. So the aunt comes over sees it and decides, well let me go get a broom so I can start cleaning this stuff up. (laughs) We don't know what it is, (laughs) but we might as well clean it. So it was an actual physical thing. It wasn't like they saw this and it just disappeared. No, it stayed there. They had to actually clean it. They had to actually clean it. Yes. Okay. physical stuff. So she goes into the kitchen to grab a broom or whatever to clean it up. And all of a sudden, she slips and falls. And it was from a puddle of water that just suddenly appeared on the floor that they say was not there to begin with. Like, it just popped up. And then what's even crazier is, because you could say, oh, well, maybe you just didn't see it. You didn't notice it. Right. Right. So then they go to get a mop to clean that up and then another puddle forms and then another. So like no matter what they did, they could not clean up this puddle. They just like kept forming all over the kitchen floor. This is one of the strangest haunting stories I've ever heard in my life. I'm going to tell you. And... Honestly, early in, I'm skeptical. I'm very skeptical of this, but it's just so bizarre. And it's also, like I'm referencing back to other episodes, but remember like the Conjuring House, they would actually sweep some of the dust. This is the opposite. This would really piss me off because now it's making a mess. (laughs) That's true, that's right. Conjuring House, it's like, oh, feel free spirits. Like go ahead and sweep that on up. I'm happy with that. This is just nonstop. Problems. That's it is. crazy. And this okay. is just the beginning. Okay. So, this is the first time anything weird happens to them. They're just totally stunned. They think, okay, well, maybe that was just a strange anomaly. It will go away it did not and in fact the activity increased significantly so you know i talked about like the dust and the water just like randomly showing up that apparently happens at this house a lot not just things like that but actual objects will literally just show up like in midair and sometimes be like thrown across the room like they say marbles will just like suddenly appear and get tossed. What? So these weren't like marbles that they had in the house? No. Like things, like almost like Star Trek, Lindsay. Things just, boom, are there and then thrown. <laughs> I'm having a real hard time with this one. <laughs> I was gonna say, <laughs> throw away the marbles because the last thing you want thrown at you, if it's a ball, is a marble, like get a rubber ball or something like that. But, but now that it's just, forming there without actually physically being present wow lisa you might have lost me i don't know that's this is wild i mean but there are a lot of different accounts so those are some of the okay. strange i mean I'm, I'm open-minded i'm just this is wild this right is, this is really out there there is a lot of other stuff that goes on and in fact they consider this to be the most violent poltergeist probably in the world Poltergeist tend to be mischievous, a little bit funny, maybe move stuff here and there. But this poltergeist is apparently very violent. Like and when it throws marbles, it tends to like throw it at people, like very hard too, like with a lot of force but you also have your typical stuff going on there's footsteps there's tons of tapping noises plants i guess would get like thrown out of their pots which is also a strange thing this just sounds like such a powerful entity it makes me question right like the sally house like you mentioned earlier that seemed powerful and that was just like moving stuffed animals around and, and stuff like that and I don't know. This is even, this is conjuring things up that aren't even physically there, which right. is a whole nother level of anything I've ever heard of as far as paranormal. So I don't know. It makes me wonder, is it really a poltergeist? But I always say, is there a demon? You know, I mean, that's it, that's terrifying. But this sounds more, a lot more powerful than what I've ever heard of. And I, I think that they do think that it is very powerful this is very famous in england it's super haunted and it's been known to be haunted since the 60s so they actually called in like the press because they didn't know what to do the family was very happy with this home the mother in fact is known for saying like i'm not gonna move i'm not gonna let something kick me out of my house this is my house like no And so the family was putting up with this for a very long time. And to your point, Lindsay, powerful stuff, like apparently like a large, almost like um, an old grandfather clock got like thrown down the stairs Mm -hmm. at some point. Like, you know, a lot of stuff going on. Some of the stranger things was one time apparently, and the neighbor actually had this account. She was saying that they were hanging out. They heard this like buzzing noise upstairs the mom Jean goes upstairs and hears the buzzing coming from like a, almost like a dresser she opens the dresser and a bunch of bees come out of it and sting her oh my gosh this, this, is, this is demon stuff as far as I'm concerned that is so crazy you know what else I was thinking it kind of reminds me of as far as the powerfulness I guess would be like the bell witch that's the only other thing I could think that Outlights. showed like wow it really had power yeah to really hurt or kill someone right. possibly right well and some of the other weird things that happen apparently green slime is very common here like when they when they were to turn on like a tap like a faucet or something green slime sometimes comes out of the faucet what was it called on ghostbusters wasn't it like ectoplasm or yes like that Well, that's a thing people people believe in that and that's yeah. what i actually thought of too i thought maybe it's ectoplasm and maybe according to the neighbor they did like have this slime looked at. They sent it in to be, you know, looked at by some scientist to say, what is this? Is Mm -hmm. this like an organic material? And they came back and said, we have no idea what this is. Like, (laughs) it's not something we're familiar (laughs) with. That's so crazy. Now, one of the more ominous things that they experienced here is tall, dark shadow figures. And I know what you're going to think. You're going to think, Hat Man, But this is actually the figure of a monk. It is somebody in a monk's robe that Hmm. is very tall. They say approximately like 6'5", which is extremely tall. But they see this figure a lot, I guess, in the master bedroom where the parents would sleep. Now, I talked about how they called in the press. They called in the press and was like, we don't know what to do. This place is crazy haunted. We need some kind of help, right? So the press penned the name for this guy as Mr. Nobody. The family called the poltergeist just Fred. And then now, today, it is known as the Black Monk of Pontrefact. Interesting. And that goes back to that monk that they've seen on the property. Now the neighbor, and it's actually an adjoining property, it's almost what I would describe as like a duplex, I guess, mm-hmm. where it's like two houses connected to one another. The neighbor has claimed to also see this black figure monk in her home as well. And psychics also claim that it is a monk that is haunting this place. And I'm going to come back to that monk in the next segment here in a little that's, bit that's that is fascinating you know at least they have an idea of maybe maybe not who's haunting it but maybe a little bit of background but i don't know it to me it could be anybody it may not even be a monk realistically you're talking about a hooded figure and, and it's all a shadow it's it's hard to identify i would agree with you i go back to you saying demon sounds like a demon uh-huh. six five i mean come on All of these shadow people are like tall, slender, terrifying. Think of Hat Man. He like glides across the room and he's like 6'5". All right. So they decided to do some exorcisms. They called in all kinds of people, priests, everything to say, we need you to come in and try to get this spirit out of here because the family didn't want to leave. They were very happy living here. They were comfortable. Minus culture guys that was wreaking havoc on their home but so they call in these exorcists and they're doing all kinds of things but apparently none of it worked the ghost was actually even more persistent and active during these exorcisms almost like mocking it so like they say during the exorcisms one of the things i read was walls would seep with holy water which I don't know how they would determine it was holy water, but yeah, I agree. That's a tough call. I would say, I don't know how they would identify it as holy water. Exactly. My thought. Now, they also say during these exorcisms, people would be slapped across the face. People were physically shoved and pushed down the stairs. But the strangest and creepiest thing that they say that happened was apparently people would sing like, christian hymns while they're performing these and a pair of disembodied hands showed up and like you could only see the hands and it proceeded to conduct the people singing like (gasps) moving their hands like a conductor would to an orchestra basically mocking the songs that they were singing that's terrifying this is not a monk like there's no doubt in my mind this this guy ain't a monk yeah I mean I don't know we're gonna talk about that monk here in a minute but so all of this happens nothing is working the mom is like i really don't want to move out of this house like I'm, I'm just gonna deal with it and they did for a long time now the last straw for them was when their daughter diane was standing at the bottom of the stairs suddenly she felt like this strange feeling of being watched and she all of a sudden like gets grabbed by the throat and dragged up the stairs by the throat and at that point the mom said okay this thing is now too violent like they could apparently still see after it happened like physical finger marks around Mm -hmm. this girl's neck and they said that's the last straw we're gonna move so they actually did move out sometime in the 70s Nobody lived there for quite some time. Now, there was actually a movie made about this haunting called When the Lights Go Out. And the person who ended up purchasing it was the director of this movie. He actually bought it. He held like a red carpet premiere at this house. And he still owns it to this day. Oh, that's awesome. (laughs) So let's go back to this monk theory. They This ghost is known today as the Black Monk Pontrefact. This is because the neighbor and the homeowners saw a very tall, dark monk figure in the house. And psychics also believe that this is a monk. Now, there has been some research that's been done on... You know, what could have happened on this land before the house was built that could have caused this haunting? It turns out in the 16th century, Lindsay, there was a monk that was convicted of raping and murdering at least one young girl. Some reports say several young girls. Now, this monk was sentenced to death. And he actually was hung. The gallows were directly across the street from where this house sits yeah that makes a lot of sense okay now i understand why they're going with monk this makes sense right so he was hung not right where the property sits a lot of people will say oh the gallows are on you know stand right there where the house is built today that apparently from what i read is disputed they say that was actually across the street according to maps back in those days and the other thing is that they say is that his body was thrown down a well that a lot of people claim does sit on the property, but mm. that's, that's kind of up for debate too. There is a well that is on the maps not far from where the property is. Some people claim that it's directly under the house. Other people say that it's, you know, in the vicinity, but not right there right but you know the fact that this history does exist sounds like he wasn't just your typical monk sounds like he was a violent bad person let's be real right and the fact that he was hung nearby at the very least possibly his body is there or very close it just makes sense there is a link there and he clearly is still there Right. And his victim was a young girl, and they did have a daughter in the home. So a young woman living there, maybe that's what stirred this thing up. Maybe. That's interesting. So I don't know. That's the primary theory about what has caused this poltergeist activity, is this murdering rapist of a monk from the 16th century. If you were to go there today, and you can, we're gonna talk about that, there is tons of activity everywhere in this house. If you go to the website 30EastDrive.com, I think is what it is, they even post numerous accounts like they keep it updated with different things people have experienced in the home even today. And I mean, I was just scrolling through it and it's like endless. Activity. They also post different photos. Some of them are terrifying, specifically around the staircase where the daughter Diane was dragged up the stairs. People to this day experience the sensation of being watched around these stairs, and they have gotten numerous photos of a shadow figure on these steps that is like spine shivering. Oh my goodness. That's so scary. I'm going to have to Google the pictures. Yes, pull them up. I I will try to put some of them on our website as well. But if you just go to their website, you'll be able to find those photos. It is super, super creepy. The current owner will not stay the night there. He actually has never stayed the night there. He gets super creeped out by it. But people continue to experience that green slime or ectoplasm, if we want to call it that. There is taps. Cupboards will open and slam close and in fact like shake furniture is gonna move on its own door handles jiggle there are dark shadows people see the monk figure which i think would be the scariest thing to happen like really really door handle i don't want to see no monk right door handles can jiggle all day long (laughs) but the monk uh uh-uh A couple things to listen for while you're there is like moaning sounds and growling. The bed's gonna shake, objects are thrown. And to this day, Lindsay, objects appear out of thin air and get thrown across the room sometimes. Mm -hmm. It's kind of crazy. That's so interesting. I mean, I think the other thing to think about too, which just occurred to me, he wouldn't be a demon if he was alive on this planet, right? So maybe he is just a ghost that's really powerful of the monk, or maybe it's like a demon impersonating that. And it's, he knows that that, that history is there and they know that they're going to blame it on something scary. And it makes the story even that scary, much scarier for the people. But I mean, typical spirits don't have this kind of power bed shaking, like yeah, growling, all of this. Come on. Yeah. I believe that this place is haunted right now I I think too you know we talked a little bit about you know over the years some things can be exaggerated but this is a well known haunt for a reason it's considered the most violent poltergeist in all of England so Mm -hmm. that's saying something one thing I will tell you In researching this, I did watch an episode of Most Haunted, that British show that goes to all those places. Right. It's one of those that, you know, anytime there's something that's on TV, I always question it a little bit, right? Just naturally you think, they could be just trying to get ratings. Like, I'm much more prone to watch a show where very little tends to happen in terms of ghostly activity because it's more believable to me right that you know oh we went to this really haunted place and nothing actually happened right like i absolutely or they or they up. has something happen and then they at least make an effort to debunk it right to like say there could have been something reasonable like there, there could be a reasonable explanation for this let's at least try to rule that out right Now, Most Haunted is not one of those shows. It is not. (laughs) There is a lot of activity that tends to happen on Most Haunted. And they've done several episodes there. The one that I watched, there was, of course, a ton of activity. A marble. We talked about marbles that literally just appeared out of Uh thin air and got thrown across the room. There was some stuff that was pretty intriguing that they caught. They had put what looked like little ping pong balls on the floor and set a camera down and the ping pong balls were like moving a lot, actually. Mm -hmm. And then there was some other stuff that I found, you know, I don't know about that, right? But it turns out, I didn't watch this episode, but apparently several years back, they did a Halloween special live from 30 East Drive. Ooh, I love that kind of show, like a live Halloween special. Yeah. Me too. So they go do this live special, and one of the shocking things that happens is Carl, one of the main guys on the show, is kind of hanging out at the top of the stairs, and he suddenly gets dragged backwards up the stairs, okay? So everybody (gasps) watching is totally shocked, and then people are like, this just is too much they start really analyzing the footage and Lindsay, you're gonna love this because i have been thinking this for years but they analyze the footage and there is a clear rope around his waist and somebody pulling him from the other side wow i mean i'm not surprised by that at all i'm not at all i'm not either but it's so disappointing who analyzed the footage exactly was it just somebody on youtube just random viewers that decided they wanted to analyze it and i watched the analyzed footage and the rope is very clear so wow disappointing because for me like if i ever go if we ever go anywhere i am not gonna make any claims that did not happen absolutely not ever that just discredits ghosts in general and i believe in ghosts Yes. I mean, so then when you have the skeptics, the people that don't believe in ghosts like we do, you know, anytime you bring them a good piece of evidence, they claim it's fake because yeah. of people like that, that just fake stuff for interesting episodes and entertainment. I, And I get it, it's entertaining, but man, that is so disappointing and whenever it's not, you see that. Right. And it's not to say that certain things they experienced aren't real because some of it probably is. But Absolutely. But when you're getting physically dragged up the stairs, they have to question it a little bit and then there's actual video evidence. But anyway, I thought you would enjoy that because we've talked about that show for years and how like, I just don't know. Right. So if you want to visit 30 East Drive, you can. This place is literally just nobody actually lives there. It's still owned to this day by the director of that movie, who has never stayed the night. And he just basically rents it out to people that want to stay the night at this place. So you could totally do it. Let me read you something from the website because I thought it was kind of funny. 30 East Drive Pontrefact is not a traditional guest house, hotel, bed and breakfast or party venue and the owner recommends that you do not visit, especially if you are of a nervous disposition or have a heart condition. The owner himself has never spent the night there and has no intention of doing so anytime soon. If, however, you get a thrill from the idea of spending time in a 50s build ex-council house in the unpredictable presence of one of the most terrifying poltergeists in history, be our guest. All you need to do is pay something towards the maintenance of the property and respectfully abide by some rules. So they have a whole legal notice and rules that they want you to follow and you have to sign a waiver in case you get injured like maybe thrown down the stairs or you know some nonsense like that right horrifying but here's what the cost is so there is a cost for large groups but that is really meant for people that are like professional ghost hunters but the main thing that you're probably going to do is a private visit there which is for one to four people And Friday, Saturday, and Sunday, it costs 400 pounds. Monday through Thursday is 300 pounds. And your stay there, it's kind of like Veliska X Murder House or like Mm -hmm. the Sally House or something. It starts at 6 p.m. and ends at midday, which I'm gonna assume is like, you know, noon or, or something like that. They do have beds on the property, but you have to provide your own bedding. So you can sleep in the beds. You just have to bring, you know, like a comforter, pillows, that Mm -hmm. kind of thing. The other thing that you can purchase from them is what they say are protection spells available from a local medium. You can purchase and it is 10 pounds per person. And it's just supposed to give you, you know, some peace of mind on your stay. Right, either it's real, because maybe there are some real protection spells, I don't know, or a placebo effect. (laughs) You get some confidence. I'd probably pay the 10 pounds. I don't think I would because I want to experience some stuff. I'd be worried that it would like... I mean, I want to experience the the you know the haunting, but I don't want to get dragged up the stairs. You know what? I don't want to get dragged up the stairs either, but it'd be a great story to tell. And I'm probably <laughs> going to survive it. Terrifying. Oh my goodness. Okay, guys. Thank you so much for listening. I apologize if you heard any sort of dog noises in the background. I recently got a new puppy. And he is very cute, but I have a very hard time keeping him quiet while we're trying to record. It's a, it's a task. So poor Lisa's putting some extra editing hours in each week because of my puppy, but he's cute. It's worth it. So, all right. Thank you guys so much for listening. If you're enjoying the show, please make sure to leave us a five-star review. And uh, it it really helps us get additional listeners and and helps bring some more attention to our show. Also, follow us on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, YouTube. We put stuff on there. Um, Come look for more content, especially like our YouTube channel. We have a few videos out there. And then also go check out our website at yourhauntedholiday.com. Contact us. You can send us a request, just like in this case, this was a listener request or even a ghost story of your own. All right, guys, thanks so much for listening. Happy New Year, everybody, and stay healthy and safe.